Great relationships are the underpinning of our mental health and well-being. Join me, Joe Wilson, the Relationship Rejuvenator for Is This Love Podcast, designed to level up your relationship skills with short, succinct and well-researched tips from not just me, but other experts in my field. For more information, head to relationshiprejuvenator.com. welcome so this is episode number 60 little old me has made it to 60 episodes and thanks for joining me so i'm wondering are you married to lazy bones good for nothing gladys or even layabout larry these are just a few of the terms and i have omitted the worst ones often to describe one's spouse in the counseling room on one hand it's so cool to have that friend who is just so laid back You need a spot fire to rouse them into action. They are just so chilled out, so mellow, it's enviable. But try being married to that person. That's quite a different thing. This person could be termed as enough oriented. Yep, there's a term for these people. These people are living in the moment, doing just enough to get by and often less than enough. Then on the flip side, you've got the frenzied lover who is frantically hurtling themselves through every day, planning this and overachieving that, and they find it completely abhorrent to sit down. So these people could be termed as more oriented. They just don't live in the moment, but they're continually planning for the future and beyond. So wouldn't it be cool to have some in between? Perfecto. Yeah, but that's kind of hard to achieve because opposites attract. And when the oxytocin wears off, that's the love drug, and a few mortgages and children. And it's incredibly annoying when you're poles apart. So I'm not just talking about differences in personality styles here, but a challenge of a very different work ethic to your partner. So I worked with a Jill, uh, names change to protect privacy, and she's a stay-at-home mum. She married John, the GP. And so they initially met working in a hospital, as you do, when Jill was a nurse. So back then she supplemented the household income whilst John was at med school. And so fast forward when I meet them, he's highly stressed out, managing two clinics, three mortgages, four older children with one still living at home. Now Jill has kind of taken her foot off the pedal, resulting in John coming home to an unkept house and a consistent lack of matched socks yep that does my head in too this is a little on her agenda for jill except for the shopping in the next netflix episode then it gets to the stage where john feels embarrassed to invite colleagues home due to the unkempt state of the house so it's kind of not fair you say so how do we work around this particular challenge and to courageously They arrive in the counselling room. So with time and compassion, together we unveiled that John was unable to deliver his disappointment in a kind and respectful manner. His stress head resulted in more angry and frustrating outbursts that then made Jill feel increasingly disrespected. And so she continued to feel unheard, afraid, and then immobilized. So that kind of explains a little bit as to her lack of motivation. Jill was most likely to desire intimacy, so that made things worse for John, who became even more rejected and felt frustrated. So Jill's time at home as a mum also, she described how she now felt rather unskilled. 
her self-esteem was low from being yelled at all the time and she just really couldn't get herself back into the workforce. And Jill's family background also meant that they had quite a different culture when it came to work ethic compared to John. Jill's fam- family valued a less stressful life that meant less income, but they had more time to spend with each other. So you will be relieved to know that Jill and John successfully regained their connection and intimacy after six sessions. So that's not too many. We discussed their feelings, concerns, and we had some practical exercises for them at home. So together we found a healthy approach to sharing a united approach moving forward where they embraced their enough versus more orientation. They came to respect their respective upbringings and how that contributed to their approaches. And ultimately, believe it or not, they found their differences quite novel and complimentary, like they had initially appreciated about each other in the early days. So as it turns out, Jill commenced volunteer work that led to employment, working with the disabled. So together then they refinanced, sold a few assets, and now are that enviable, loved up couple their children can now mentor from, which is super important. So Jill and John are impacting generations and showing everyone else how to do it. So you don't need to accomplish every task the same. You aren't expected to work for each other. You will have challenging seasons where one carries a heavier load through sickness and adversity. But overall, what you're looking for is that united, supportive and equal partnership. So this coming weekend, consider if you have a varied work ethic and why. Are you able to communicate any frustrations with kindness and respect? And maybe you need to check in with your partner if they believe that you contribute with equality. Trust me, relationship torment is epic when you and your partner have a vastly different work ethic. So join me in my next uh, relationship challenge to recommence re-engineering your approach to communication and conflict. It doesn't even require two people, so watch this space. In the meantime, you can waitlist for my mini courses at relationshiprejuvenated.com and you can also see these Facebook Lives where I discuss all the tricky, tricky topics that are seen in the counselling room each week for Therapy Thursday for Thriving Relationships. And that's at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on Relationship Rejuvenator Facebook page. Don't forget, you can also grab my book, Renovate Your Relationship, all the DIY tools for your most important project there on that same website at relationshiprejuvenator.com. It is such an honor to share my passion for inspiring, dynamic and thriving relationships. I'll see you next week.